Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, Rats of a Feather, the Green Hornet strikes again. Lowry and Michael Axford drove slowly toward the office of the Daily Sentinel when an ambulance whizzed by. Ed, an ambulance. Look at it cut in. It's stopping right by that house. Holy crow, look at the people on the front porch. Yeah, looks like something worth checking. Maybe there's a story. Let's go. <coughs> hey, they've got a man and four kids on stretchers waiting for the ambulance. What's hit him? Lowry, what do you think it could be? Oh, how do I know, Axford? Let's get up there with the crowd and see what gives. It looks like that woman that's crying is maybe the woman of the house. Keep your mouth shut now and your ears open. Let me do the talking, Axford. But why? I can be some Save too. it. Tell me they'll live. Take it easy, Mrs. Benson. We've had a lot of food poisoning to contend with. We know what to do for them. To think it was all my fault. Oh, why did I do it? Suffering snakes. Maybe it's wholesale homicide. Shut up, Axford. Are you sure it was the beef you bought? It must have been. I don't eat meat myself, and I'm not sick, you see, Doctor. All right, boys, I'll be right with you. Now, don't worry, Mrs. Benson. They'll be all right. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. I'll phone you from the hospital in a little while. Oh, Mrs. Benson, by the way. Yes, sir? Where did you get that bad meat? At a new place. That is, I, I never traded there before. One of my friends told me I could get meat there, and my husband and all the children do love beefsteak, so I walked all the way over to Tenix to get it. Tenix, huh? Yes. Uh, are you from the hospital, too? Uh, no. No, I just stopped by to see if there was anything we could do for you. Well, the doctor's coming back. Uh, yes, doctor. What, what is it? Uh, that littlest fellow. Bobby. Oh, doctor, what is it? He, he's quite young. He, he might want you. Maybe you'd better come to the hospital with us. Is he seriously sick? Well, of course. Food poisoning is always something to take seriously. Will you come with me? Well, yes. Yes, of course. Right away. That sounds like a kid was in bad shape. Well, Mrs. Benson, I'm sorry for 
Lowry. Holy crow, did you hear? Yeah. That kid's in bad shape. The doc acted like he thought he might die. That's right. Huh? The boss is going to want to crack down. Tenix is a black market. Let's hop over and tell Britt Reed about this and see what angle he wants to play on. to investigate it, Lowry. The Sentinel's going all out against black markets and food racketeers. That poor Benson family is only one of hundreds that are suffering from them. Mr. Reed, do you think the black market in meat is being operated by gangsters? Could very well be. Well, I wanted to talk some more, but Mrs. Benson went with the doctor. Well, did you check with the hospital? Uh, Axford is right now. Oh. Hey, Reed, I... Oh, what did you find out, Axford? The Benson folks are in bad shape. Well, what about the kid? Father. Well, I talked to the doctor, and he couldn't say much. It's too soon to know. I'll check later. I'll investigate the story, Lowry. Tenex, you say. Now, later, you might get to the hospital and see that doctor in charge. Okay. And contact Mr. Benson if you can. I'll do my best, boss. Axford, I want to know more about this man, Tenex. Tenex, Yes, this is Tenex. No, no, I'm sorry. My shop is closed for a day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't handle all the business. How'd it go, Tenick? Yeah, sold out, didn't you? Every pound of stock. At a fancy price. Stick with me, Tenick, and you'll wear diamonds. Eh, uh, look here, Muddy. Well? I think some of that beef was bad still. Yeah? The whole family was taken to the hospital. Benson family. Man of four kids. No, but the woman that bought the beef. Maybe they got something else. Maybe they got something else. How'd you know it was the meat they ate? I'd get a hunch it was. Ah, say. You know the name? I told you. Benson. You've got the address here. Let me have it. Has anyone been here asking questions? No, that is not yet. Well, Tenick, we don't want any cops poking around right now. We got a lot of things to attend to, see? A big load is going into the warehouse tomorrow. And cops is one thing we don't want snooping around. Yeah, but listen, Muddy. I'm not so sure that warehouse is a good place. There's no refrigeration. What do you mean, refrigeration? Who cares? Maybe you're right, but I I saw rats. So what? You're just scared and nervous because someone got sick. Forget it. Maybe as you say, it wasn't the meat, huh? Go up to the hospital and see Benson. Say you're sorry. Sound him out. And if he acts up, then what? If he gets tough, tell him to keep his trap shut or else. Threaten him? Yeah. And that's an order, see? From me to you. Mr. Benson's right in here, Mr. Tenney. Thanks, sir. Yeah, uh, Mr. Benson? Yeah. Who? I don't remember you. He said I could see you for a minute. I don't know you. Well, I'm Tenick the butcher. I came to see how you were. What? You're the guy that sold us polluted meat. That was my fault. How did I know what would happen? Besides, Benson, it might not have been the meat at all, see? The doctors have said so. Yeah. Well, now, if you go telling that around, I won't have any business left. Where'd you get the meat? Where'd they get... Why, in the market, of course. The regular city market? 
I get the meat fresh every day. See? What's that gun for? I brought it along just to show you I mean business. Oh, you you ought to keep your mouth shut, Benson, about me and my shop, understand? You can't. I don't want to hurt any of your kids. You do, like... Sure. You just keep still. All you have to do is to stop talking about being poisoned by some meat you bought in my store. Then you won't have to worry. You're a crook. A gangster. By heaven, I'll... It wasn't the meat. Uh, Benson? No. No, it might have been something else. Well, just keep on saying that and everything will be okay. That evening, Britt Reed was in his apartment enjoying a dinner served by Cato, his faithful Filipino valet. Cato, all the time I'm enjoying this chicken. I think of beefsteak. Yes, I know, Mr. Britt. I read about poisoning in the paper. Black market. If people could only realize the risk they run. They forgot the things that happened during Prohibition. What's that? Well, if a man broke the law by selling bootleg liquor in the first place, he wouldn't hesitate to break other laws to add to his profit. I see. If racketeers break the law by selling black market meat, they'll certainly be unconcerned about the quality of the meat they sell. Well, Axford, don't slam the door. Oh, Charlie. I'd already let her go when you spoke. I'd do it all the time. <laughs> Caxford, sometimes you're a regular blitzkrieg. Reed, look. I just come from trying to talk with Mrs. Benson. That came with... just came. Yeah, I'm telling you... Oh, came and not come. Well, I'm that mad, hang it all like a chew nail. Sit down. Try Cato's recipe for chicken. Well, maybe I could eat a little. Uh, but like I was saying... Reed, I went to get the law down from Mrs. Benson about that black market here where she got the bum beef steak. Yes? I had a paper all filled out by that lawyer you sent me to. A bill of complaint. And I asked her to sign it. And she wouldn't. What? She wouldn't sign it. She said she didn't think it was the meat that caused the trouble. Well, what did she think it was? Well, she gave me the runaround about maybe the kids got a soda or something. And maybe her husband smoked too much. Uh, it got me mad. I went from there to the hospital. I talked with Benson, and he said it couldn't have been the meat that poisoned him. According to Laura's report, the doctors had a diagnosis. Yeah, I know. The doctors said that the cause of the illness was enteritis. Oh, uh, enteritis. Oh, oh, well, that accounts for it, then. Benson was sure it wasn't the bad meat. Excellent. The bacteria known as enteritis is another way of saying that the Bensons got poisoned beef. Uh Uh-huh, then it... Suffering snakes! Then Benson told me a whopper. Why? Golly, how do I know? It don't make sense. If it was me, I'd want to see that butcher tossed into the clink and fast. Do you think Mrs. Benson was trying to shield the butcher? That I do, by golly, that I do. But why? Please, you talk like I knew the answer. Well, why don't you? Why don't you and Laura get together and find out the answer? You mean tonight? Well, what's the use of being first on the scene as you were if you're going to waste time and let the clarion catch up? Okay, Reed, that does it. I'm on my way. I'll get loudy. Cato! Don't throw out that chicken. It's better cold than hot. And don't slam that door. Johnny <laughs> Reed, I'm sorry. Mr. Britt, you wanted him out of the house? Yes, Cato, because we too have to leave the house, and I didn't want him asking questions about where we went. I see. You go as a greenhorn? Right. I think we can get answers faster that way. You want anything special? Just the mask and the weapon. I am the Black Beauty. A 
few seconds later, stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed went along a narrow passage built within the wall of the apartment house itself. This passage led directly to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, superpowered Black Beauty, the streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then lowered as the gleaming Black Beauty sped into the darkness. time later, Mrs. Benson sat alone in her small house, sobbing softly with worry and loneliness. Then she heard her name. Mrs. Benson. Oh, oh. Over here, Mrs. Benson. You, what, what, you that? Why don't you say it, Mrs. Benson? The, the green hornet. I wanted to see you. Please forgive the intrusion. Did you talk to anyone about the poisoned meat? I, I, well, did you? I, I mean, no. There was a man here from the paper, but I, I didn't tell him anything. Well, what did he want to know? I, uh, well, you are you the leader? Did you say you'd bought black market meat? Well, no. No, I, I denied Just it. Just as you were told? Yes. Yes, Hornet. My husband told me. I, I didn't say anything. Are you sure you didn't name Tenix? Well, no. No, I, I didn't. I didn't even mention Tenix. Very well. Be sure you don't. No, I won't. I won't. You're wise, Mrs. Benson. Just keep quiet and you're safe with us. Before we continue with our adventure, please permit us to pause for a meeting of the Law and Order Roundtable, conducted by the Green Hornet. Friends of the Green Hornet Roundtable. It's a well-known fact that oftentimes the use of an old saying will clinch an argument better than five minutes of talking. I was just thinking along that line the other day when I overheard a conversation. One man said, well, tomorrow we'll bring a new world. The other added, a better one, we hope. But why be uncertain about it? Why just hope for a better world? You young people between the ages of 15 and 21 are laying the foundation for tomorrow by the way you prepare to accept the responsibility of citizenship. The world will only be as good as its government. It's you who build and mold that government. Elect men and women to public office who will serve you and not the political racketeers who undermine governments for their own gain. Learn everything you can about voting. Your ballot can be more effective than bullets if you use it wisely. Careful voting makes for good government. And good government makes for a better world. Now, let's get back to our story. In the office in the rear of Tenix Market, Tenix and Monty were counting up their tapes for the week. Ah. Not bad, eh, Tenix? No, indeed. We'll be able to pull out of this business soon. Pull out? Now, this is almost as good as... Yeah, it. no. It's getting pretty hot, Monty. Benson never tells they pulled a gun on him to hush him up. You wonder if it keeps, didn't you? 
And what are you crapping about? Turn on the radio and relax till the boys get here. Okay, maybe there's some news on them. I'll see you later. You've got to meet the boys and go up to the warehouse. Yeah. Police Hear that? Must be a special bulletin. Maybe it don't come on before 10, I forget. The Green Hornet? What's he got on the fire? I don't know. Well, I'm going to go. I'll be back when I meet the boys. Okay, so long, buddy. Bye. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll take that dough out of the cash register and put it on a sale. Marty? Yeah? How? Marty, 
The type of bacteria that made the Benson sick is carried by rats. Rats? Yes. For a rat getting at that meat, Marty. What do you have? You two are fools. You're wrecking a good thing. Why risk losing everything by selling meat that's no good? Maybe you've got ideas. Yes, I have. Come here. I call me. Let me show you your partner. There he is on the floor. You killed him? No, he's just out. You'll be all right in a few minutes. Ready to talk business with me. Business? I'm cutting in, Monty. Get it? Yeah? And you got a lot of nerve. We don't need him cutting in. Either you or Tennant. If it's with you, I'll give him something that'll keep him there for a while. And if it's not with you, I'll let you sample the gas from this gun. Then I'll deal with Tennant. That's it, huh? That model is it. Okay. Give Tenick the works. Huh. It's smart. Now, hold on. I always heard you took a lot of pride in your job. So? You leave a sticker, a seal of some sort to brag about what you do, don't you? It isn't to brag. What then? You couldn't possibly understand. Here's the seal of the Green Hornet. Now. Not yet, Monty. What do you mean? He'll be there for a while in case I need him. Need him? Maybe you don't figure on leveling with me. In that case, you'll be the rub-out victim, and then I'll deal with panic. Get it. But if he should come I'll here... I'll be back here. Get going. My car's in the back. You go ahead in your truck. I'll follow you. Get off. I saw him hurt. I'll drive to Black Beauty. All the trucks come on. It will attract attention. Well, we'll keep the lights dim. What do you plan? You know, Axford wants to join Lowry. I know that. I think sooner or later those two will get around to the store. I'll ride in with you. Yes, sir. Then what? That's when we'll have to do some close timing. Out in my mind. Air tight. Talk fast. We'll be at the warehouse in a couple of minutes. As soon as you get this truck inside the warehouse, me and the rest will take care of the Green Hornet. Yeah? You cut back and put a knife in Tenix. You mean it? Right. Before the Hornet can get there. That'll wipe him out. We won't have so many to split the pot with. But what about the Hornet? I'll handle him with the help of the boys in the warehouse. Yes, sure I see it, Lowry. Do you think I'm blind? But I think sometimes would blister you. Get out. Uh, I'm going to look in tennis, please. There's a light in the back room. That's where he has his office. Sure enough, to cut through the alley and look in the back window. Right. That's just what I was going to suggest. I'd like to grab tennis by the throat and shake the truth out of him. The punk. Now, Lowry, don't try rough out. That won't get you anywhere. <laughs> Coming from you, that's funny. But me, I'm a man of action. You're a different type. Is any shaking to be done? Let me hand quiet now. Tennis on the floor. Holy crow. Come on, wait till I get in there. Lowry. Lowry, I can see it from here. Suffering snakes, I can see it from here. What? The scene of the green harness. Whoa, we're hunting big game. Let's go.
responding to you. Why don't that hornet come? Another dickens do I know. He'll be here. He thought he was right in back of us. Look up the door. See if there's any sign of his car. Okay. The rest of you boys, keep your eyes open. Okay, my The first sign of that hornet shoots. This warehouse is far enough from everything, so the shots won't be heard. You see him? Uh, had a block away. Might be there what he is. Ah. Uh, play him safe, eh? I don't get it. Let's know what he's doing. What's the matter? Try something fast. Might be safe. Oh. Well, open the big door and let him in. I wish that hornet come so we could finish. And unload the truck. Got a lot of meat to handle. Got to get it out and on the way to be sold. It is dead, son. Good. And we'll hear about Tenick. One more crime against the green hornet. <laughs> One more murder. Uh, Keep watching the hornet's car. Uh, yeah. Hey, Monday. You get Tennick? No, Chris, there's trouble there. Trouble? Yeah, a little blood from the paper. Axford and Lowry were there with him. They brought him around with water. I was outside the window. Axford was calling the cops. How do you like that? I like hey, it. Hey, what the? Fine up there, all of you. The hornet, listen, you. Shut up. Double cocker. You're going to rub me out. Why, you simple-minded fool. Did you think I trusted you? No, wait. Wait for what? I've been inside the back of that truck since you drove in here. Now, get in and hurry it up. You first. Hey, now, listen. Hornet, you're going to kill Tunnick and let me take it, huh? Get in. Oh, but I and you. Hornet, all of you, make it fast. One leg, so let them have this gas and throw them in like a side of beef. All right, that'll do it. Now, here's a sample of the gas. A pineapple filled with it. Take a good smell. <laughs> Let's have the truth. Why did the Green Hornet come here? I don't know. I don't know. I tell you. Give out, Tenick. If you're an accomplice of his, it means a chair. I'm not. I tell you, I'm not. Stand down, I couldn't let the cops question him. He's the phone. Lowry, get away from that. Quiet. Will him. Quiet. Hello? What, Tenick?
I had a night of it. Oh, golly, we nailed a lot of them. And Penny squeezed all over the cops' headquarters, putting the blame on Marcy. Penny? Yeah. Then the cops found her. All the meat was bootleg. And they had the gang, and they got Benson, and he told how Tenix threatened him, and we got statements in the works. All that it'll take to smash the racket. Great. But what about the sentinel? Lowry giving him the works with pictures. Cato? Yes, Mr. Ashford? I saw enough beef steak to feed an army. When it's been inspected, maybe it'll end the meat truck. Oh, then we have meat on table again. Yeah. But, golly, in the meantime, I could do with some of that cold chicken. <laughs> the adventure, Rats of a Feather. These exciting dramas are sent to you each week at this same time. They are copyrighted features of the Green Hornet Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used in this drama are purely fictitious. Bob Hyde speaking. This program has come to you from the studios of WXYZ in Detroit. This is the Blue Network.